All right, this is uh, podcast number one. Uh, I want to start off with asking Ethan the first question. I got Ethan here. I got Kingston here. Um, Ethan, I want to talk to you about uh, video games, something I don't know a lot about. Um, Do you play more for uh, socialization or do you play for uh, just the heck of playing a video game and if it's uh, you go and then i'll, I'll kind of i'll leave questions from there full disclosure we sort of chatted about this just a bit but now that it's becoming more formalized i kingston perry am here and i'm very excited to interject go ethan berry <laughs> this is i ethan berry um i generally prefer to play games for the sake of playing games just because there's so many good games to play out there in existence and i would prefer to just uh, i always have a pile of shame, of games that I, of games I like the idea of, I like the concepts of, want to try them, never do, because ultimately when I get on playing games, I end up playing games with my friends anyway, even if it's the same game every week for like two years. And it always ends up being fun, so I have no regrets. But so I think it's probably more for social stuff, because like sometimes I'll play a game if my friends aren't playing, I'll make myself like just not join, I'll do my own thing, but usually I'm like, for like an hour, I'm like, eh, I could be playing games with my friends, though, and I sh- I'm just going to do that. So you start off as an escape, and then you end up playing with yeah, your friends? Yeah, and it's still more or less escape in the sense that, like, because, like, okay, I'm just home doing nothing for the rest of my day. I just had work. What am I going to do for the rest of my day? Well, it'd be fun if I was doing stuff with my friends. But it's on its own way, I guess it's both in the sense that, like, I'm escaping, just doing nothing at home by playing whatever with my friends and just talking about all kinds of dumb random stuff. But what games do you play that are social? Fortnite, which is funny because I don't even like Fortnite that much. <laughs> and I didn't even get into it until a couple years ago because one of my friends who I grew up with moved to Michigan for school. And then he stayed there after school. And so I didn't talk to him as much. But then at one point, he was he out of nowhere was trying to get us to play Fortnite because that's what he he made friends up there, and that's all they really played. And so he was starting to play it with them, and he was saying it'd be really fun to reconnect with us. He's explaining, it's just like, it's like a social game. And then, so, so then me and Zach and the other guys started playing Fortnite more consistently because that was just the vehicle to talk to. I also play Fortnite. Yeah. Do you, do they even make one player games anymore? Oh yeah, tons of them. So are they even popular? Yeah. Yeah. They're always like the game of the year. Like, there's usually, what the heck does it ever, I, mean, I think that like, the one player games are the king of the game. Um, Enter Caden. Caden Barry is now in the room. Are you playing one player or are you playing multiplayer games? Multiplayer or bus, man. Yeah. Not like big team multiplayer, but I just can't motivate myself to play video games if it's by myself. Ethan knows this. I can for like a month. For, yeah. But then it'll be, disappear until next year. Can I answer? Please. I have an emotional connection to, to games, and I don't have an emotional connection to multiplayer games. The games I like the most are Zelda, Mario, mm-hmm. um, you know, Skyrim. Right. Games where you're by yourself for hours alone developing some type of life in that place. And I think the reason why is because it's an escape. There's like a, there is a little bit of like a, like a long-term goal, mm-hmm. which is satisfying. It's like, okay, I know that there's tiny little objectives on the way and I'm going to like, I'm distracting myself from real life where I have a lot of tiny objectives I need to do. Mm-hmm. But I'm currently for some reason not getting dopamine releases out of them. So I need to do a video game where you do fake objectives, yeah. And then, you just, and then you think about your life, throw them, and then you get to a certain point where you're like, I don't need this anymore, and you exit it, and then life becomes Zelda, 
Mm-hmm. That happened to me for a while. It was like I would play Zelda and I was like I was quote unquote wasting my time. Right. But then I'm like, I don't need Zelda anymore. And then I'd step away from Zelda. And then in life I like would do my to-do lists. And it was almost like it's almost like a, it's like a rest from life for a second, and then you go back to life with the knowledge of that. So that exactly happens to me just for like one month a year. And me too. One month a year. Last year it was Skyrim. This year it was Breath of the Wild. I'm kinda done with both. Yeah. Well, and see, like that's the problem is like I vastly prefer those kind of games for the exact same reasons. I just never play them. It's like I like I want to and I never do. Like I have Oh also it's a sense of feeling like I'm missing out on what everyone else got. Like everyone played the games first. Yes. And so I feel like I'm missing out on like some cultural thing. Oh, same. I'm always behind. Like I'm always like like I'm like, man, I still gotta play Chrono Trigger from like twenty years ago. Like, <laughs> everyone says it's the best game ever, but I've never so it's like so I'm the same way. Like all my favorite games, like are Breath of the Wild, Skyrim, like or one of my favorite games, Stardew Valley. It's literally just small town, like cartoony. It's like a Harvest Moon game. Where you're just like mm-hmm. you have a farm, and you just grow plants and like make friends with the locals and stuff. Cozy game. Yeah, it's like all like, and every once in a while, if I play one of those games just for a couple days in a row, goes down a rabbit hole. And that's all I do for like two weeks. Three are you weeks. trying to be the best at the game? No. Is that Fortnite? Why? Yes. Is that okay? Okay. Multiplayer games that are short. Multiplayer game, you're trying to be yeah. the best. Do you think that you enjoy that you end up on a single player like game? military game. Because it's like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I can't freaking be the best on this multiplayer game. Forget you guys. I'm just going to play this single player game. I think that happens too. It does not happen to me. I'm not competitive in the slightest. I you like... start off with a single player game and mm-hmm. you get, then you end up being like, No, I don't you know think what? I get competitive. I want to be social. I don't want to be, like, I don't want to be. Like, I'm not competitive and I don't care about winning, like, ever. Like, I just want to, I want, but I don't want to, like, passively not participate in the game. Like, yeah. like in mm-hmm. Fortnite, like, I, like, I don't, like, throw games. I want to get yeah. Royale. Like, I don't care. Of course. See, I don't care about getting the wins in Fortnite, but I do want to play the game. I do want to, like, if I, if I, like, like, I don't want to be the guy who sucks. So, like, so then I, I try, and then when we win, I'm like, nice, it worked, you know? But, like, if I'm, like... But you go from you go from single-player games into a multiplayer, because you're like, you know what, I just want to hang out. Yeah. You go from, am I wrong? You go from multiplayer, and you're like, forget this, I want to play, I'll just play single-player. Hmm. You know? I go from where my friends are. I you think... You go whatever your friends are. I think I go for... Straight social. I think I go for what is the biggest, most adventurous game? And then I go from that. You know what? I don't know. I don't really play video games enough. I think it's like, like I said, I'm really attached to franchise of Zelda. Right. So I will do what it takes to play a Zelda game, which means I will have to buy the console it's on mm-hmm. and then you buy the game and I'll devote myself to that game. Right. But I think if it's a social game, it's like, what are my good friends doing? Mm-hmm. I don't think I do. I don't think I do what you're. I don't think that theory is right. I and it's like weird because I, I think part of it's also just like like you said you don't play games that much anymore. I don't either. And I think that's partially just not wanting to, but a lot of it's just like not. I don't know. Like I technically have time to, but like I don't like doing the same thing every day. So some of my friends can play games every day after work. I can't do that. So it's like I'm like Caden, like just a month. Right. So it's like yeah. and part of it's I think just my needs change. When I was a kid, I'd come home from elementary school. It's all I would do is hop on the PlayStation, plays like Star Wars Battlefront every day for hours. But like now it's like well, like now it's like well I'd rather just like you know me and all my friends are busy all the time. It's hard to physically hang out, but everyone's home at night. Everyone has access to whatever video game console they have. So it's like a lot of games nowadays you can play cross platform. So it's like it doesn't even matter what you have as long as you just have the game. Most of these games are free. So it's like 
while I still, the same part of me that was eight years old and wanted to just play a video game by myself for hours is still there and I still want to do that. But then like realistically, I'm like, well, I get less time with my friends than I do by myself, which I guess is still true when I was a kid, but now it feels like something I want to actively fix versus when I was a kid. I was like, well, okay. My mom said I couldn't go to my friend's house today. Whatever, I'll just go downstairs and play mm-hmm. games. I don't know. It's like a shift in, not needs, but... It's like... Let's let's face it. Goldeneye is where all this began. No, I played Goldeneye for the first time at the age of like twenty. Well, did you say no? No. But when you hooked up, but you can imagine, you can imagine a basement full of middle schoolers. No, I'm saying it's, it's where it began up, yeah. in timeline right. of all oh, history. Oh, like culturally, yeah, yeah sure. Where like, up, that's where it began for me. Four TVs, four, and each TV had had four players on. Sure. Ooh, so and Age of Empire too. I do play a lot of that. Mario Kart. Mario Kart, yeah. Age of Empires That's a good was a good game. thing is we were all in the same house in the same network, like mm-hmm. on computers in different rooms in the house, screaming across the house, yelling at each other. Right. Or like Halo, LAN Halo parties. I'd be interested to hear what an actual gamer has to say about this conversation. I know. Yeah, that's funny because I definitely... A like, gamist. Like, if you will. Like, even me, like, eight years ago would have fit that category. And, like, I still like playing games, but I'm definitely not really... I don't play them enough. You gotta ask Logan. Logan, yeah. He's always in the game. That's true. Really? Yeah, he's a... He's good at him, too. He's... He is competitive, and he does want to be the best at everything he plays, and so he gets as good as he humanly can. Playing video games for me is... One, it's always social. And two, it's always, like, an event. It's like, um... Kind of like how we're all learning Latin right now. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, let's let's finish Monster Hunter. Like, let's do all the quests in Monster Hunter. And it takes years and years and years, but like, we do it every once in a while, you know. Or it's like, all right, we're all gonna just play this weird SNES game that no one's ever heard of, and we're gonna get really, really good at it, and it's gonna be completely pointless, you know, like that kind of thing. Or we do that with Call of Duty if a Call of Duty game comes out or something like that. It's always like a like a. It's a social. Adventure. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you're going to do whatever your friends are doing. They're going to do whatever we're all doing. Okay, but how about this? You personally, what do you, what was your last, okay, so we're all, we're, you guys are all into Latin right now, because mm-hmm. that's what everybody's doing. You, Best. If, if you are going to get into something, just, what's going to be your next rabbit trail? Like, mine, I got really into building bikes, and I got into that for like a week. Or just watch every YouTube video on it. Video on it. Sourdough. Uh, we got the sourdough bread again. Like another like two weeks. That one probably lasts about a month. I'll probably stay in that for a while. Sure. Yeah. What's 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 something? What was the last thing that you got into? That's just like you got way into. What's the kind of thing you get into? You get into. Are you talking about video games? Yeah. Anything. Anything. What's your thing? Like like, are you gonna wax philosophical? And are you gonna like just watch every Jordan Peterson video? Or are you going to uh, are you going to? Uh, I don't know what you think. Well, I did philosophy at one point. I did, I have like a million philosophy books, and I've, I've read them. They're good. They're great. Uh, you can learn a lot you know, if you're careful. But um, I I feel like, I don't know remember what my last one was. Um, I go through a lot of them. It runs in the family. <laughs> but, uh, but man, 
Ethan, do you have any idea you would ever think? I mean, you know, if you go on your YouTube and then the random algorithm thing pops up, you're like, oh yeah, rock tumbling. I was a rock tumblist for a minute. <laughs> rock tumblist. I feel like right now you're not so much on one of those as you are like, re- like you're on your, you're like on a re- return to making sure you're going to the gym super consistently and eating what better. Like you're like that and also like my, my projects like right now. Oh, right. You're like your podcast podcast, the moonlight articles. And I've got my songs, which by the way, where can yeah. you find Where can you find the freaking podcast? Wherever you listen to your podcast, Tell me the name Apple podcast, Spotify, Apple pie. What's it called? Spotify. What's it called? And what is it? The moonlight articles. And it's a, it's a horror narrative podcast where you, every episode is at one or more horror stories you to experience. Kind of Twilight Zone-esque? Yeah, a little bit Twilight Zone-esque, yeah. Yeah. But, um, and so that's like my, my thing right now. That's what I'm like. At. That's true, yeah. And also Latin now. And, and, but, um, I don't know. Like Gavin's right now is that whole carnivore diet thing. Slash homesteading. He's been on that one for a yeah, while. Yeah, he's been on homesteading, carnivore diet. He's He's been into uh, not just specifically like What's the word for the homesteading where it's like every single thing works together? Like, oh yeah, the yeah, water yeah. is goes uh, into this. Yes, it's like the poop of this is right. the fertilizer for this. Right, like the, the the waste of this plant is efficiency. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like, like a, a closed loop. Like, yeah, everything. Like, I've also been interested in that, like having land and all of us. Like, I've I've dreamed like kind of tangent. You may. I've dreamed about. What, what he's saying, what, what Gavin's interest has been, but like more specifically with all of my friends, like all of us running one slice of the pie for a complete societal life. Oh yeah, that'd be sick. So it's like, I love that. It's like, you know, it's like, it's not just like homeschooling because you have a curriculum to homeschool. It's like, no, this person is like a professor of English. Mm-hmm. It's like, they live in this house yeah. and they teach us all this. Right. And then, like, this person teaches us all this. And, like, this person makes the bread. This person takes care of the cows. I'm saying it's like a commune. Sure. Yeah. But I'm thinking, like, how fun would it be, like, as a social experiment to, like, buy a bunch of houses. And yeah. then behind the houses is the land that we all live in and we all take care of. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, completely self-sustaining. You never have to leave. And that would be nice to go back to that hippie style, 60s. But not creepy. No, not creepy. No. Not creepy, but it goes into, like, like, like the original idea for a commune. Because it used, it's gone into, like, people want to do communes because they're afraid of, of, right. sure. of not the that. society not collapsing. Not like, because yeah. they're Because it's so fear-based. Also, like, not society, so that I can yeah. have an excuse to be, like, n- nudist. And yeah. Not, nothing against nudists. I'm just saying. It's like, <laughs> I don't want to do my, my bidding. Yeah. It's like, I want it just because it's fun. Right, yeah, just exactly. sounds cool. A cool commune. Right. Cool commune. I mean, I they, all, they probably all start off as cool And they're not communes. even like... Yeah, not even like... I'm not trying to quench my lusts. <laughs> no. It's not even... <laughs> they all, I just realized what you said. They, they all start like that. Uh, I mean, malls... You know, malls were originally... That's a, the, the whole idea of a mall was that the mall would be where the people work, where they would live, mm. and they, they were all communes but built by companies yeah and it wouldn't be a commune where it's like the food is there it's like where you make your own food it's not that kind of thing right it it was i would i would do a commune yeah i mean like i'm saying do a commune where i could be the guy who does the bees because i'm in the bees dude bees are awesome bees right now i'm in the bees oh dude i've always been in the bees i'm not in the bees right now so i can't tell you all the information for you because you get into bees but then you're also going to get out of bees within a month so you'd have enough time in bees 
to get those hives started. Yes, true. And you have true. That knowledge to get out of it into like another another baker. But like literally position. on the very fringes of the of of the field of the of the acreage. Yeah. You you build all the beehives and all those bees go out to everyone's yard and make everyone's yard beautiful. Right. Because they pollinate everything and they also take care of the food, and then the bees are all around and then then. Uh, and then if you have chickens going going everywhere, those chickens are eating all the mosquitoes and mm. bee droppings. <laughs> anyway, it's just interesting. It's just cool. If but I just wanted to say I'd be the bee guy. Okay, hey, you, can, hey, you nice. can be the bee guy. I would be the bee guy and the sourdough guy. And oh. just kidding, Steve's a sourdough. No, no, sorry. no, no. We're all, we're gonna need plenty. Of okay, who's growing the wheat for our sourdough? That's the question. Yeah, that, that's a that's a team. Now that's when it gets weird. Gavin. Gavin. We were we were talking about malls. We were talking about oh, I could be a I could be the a farmer who does more of the planting and stuff. Sure, more than I could be the the animal type farmer. Mm-hmm. I would because I could rock the animal type farmer, yeah, like a could, rancher, could you butcher an yeah, animal. I couldn't do yes. this. Could you kill an animal? Yeah, absolutely, I could kill an animal. <laughs> well, it's Whoa! It's, it's a, like I would forget to feed the animals in <laughs> two and three days in a row. But if I forgot sure. to water the plants, I they start to wilt. And I could get back at it. Sure, but. I think my okay. The animals. It's like, what? What are we doing with the animals? Is it just meat? Are we doing? Is it just milk and meat? Is it's that like it? Milk and well, if it's like chickens and quails, no, at least we can use the eggs and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we could just eat the eggs. Milk, meat, and eggs. Because look, protection too. Let me propose one more thing. Those, yeah. Those those roosters. Yeah. Guys, no, the, the cows. What if part of this commune is not just for our meat and milk? Oh. But we're also selling some meat and milk. There you go. Now we're, now we're going talking to... about an Amish society. And then no, here is one more thing. Okay. We're also not just raising cows, bulls. Right. We're also raising sheep and goats for like clothing. And now we get like tailoring. And then we the got. Ah, yeah, I see. Care of the, uh, well, the goats the are bramble, friends. Oh wow! Yeah, goats are for like they they take care of stuff like bees take care of stuff. Yeah. Like they they fill in some gaps. Yeah. Kidding, <laughs> but you know, like they they'll eat whatever. Yeah, but like um, I say all this to say, we start selling some wool. We start selling some. It's not just it's not just products here for our produce for our right. eating. But it's also product. Let me go trade with the other communes. Yeah. I'm totally down. Homesteader with it. style. Well, that's the thing. And is, then we don't use dollars. There you go. Now <laughs> go yeah. further back. Bartering. What are we gonna do about bartering? Bartering. What are we gonna do about the alpha males? The try alpha to take males. Well, let's listen. We got. We only have alpha females. Only alpha <laughs> females. <laughs> right, perfect. <laughs> Who's she gonna be? <laughs> Who's the matriarch? <laughs> How about this? We don't have to give a name, but just give the type of woman who would be the ideal oh alpha female of our commune. We need a sturdy woman. I suppose. Elderly. She's sturdy, the elderly woman. <laughs> 70 or above. She's, she's the queen bee. Yes. Yeah. Right. Not too much hair. 
No, not too much. Yeah, you don't want too much hair on her head. No. She's our leader. Like a pixie cut would be okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> pixie cut. Pixie cut, I'll really stir you. Yeah, a, a practical haircut. Yes. Does she understands <laughs> yeah. how things need to be run. You know, no, I don't want her taking care of she's got a, she's got a, she. She's always leaning on a tool. Yeah. yeah. We take, we take, like. Not because she's not sturdy, though. It's because she wants to demonstrate that she knows how to use well, it. Well, and it's like. She's not using it for balance. She, no. She's holding she it. She doesn't. She's actually. She's actually balancing. She's using her feet. She's actually balancing the earth with that sound. But no, she's she only using it to point. Right, and like when someone's trying to buy like our wool, wherever they have to go and meet her, and she's like, look at them in the eye and see if like they're if they have any malicious intent. And they're like, no, you can sell to this man. Is she your queen? No, no. You don't call her that. Yes. And now we're getting She's back into the, So now we're getting <laughs> and now we're getting close to the actual 1960s creepy communes. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is what happens. This is the cycle, boys. They all start cool. <laughs> even just talking about it, we spiral. <laughs> but the thing is, like communes, like they're historic. Like they're known infamously for that era, but they're from like the 1800s. You know, like yeah. that's when it was actually difficult to connect with the rest of society. Mm-hmm. Like, and then all, but also, it's like it's necessity. It's like now, it's strange to do something that is outside of the grid, so to the speak. The grid. It's like you. It's not saying that you want to do so. Okay, now we're going back to. I, I, can I say something? Do it. You may. It's like doing a commune now is an escape from something. Doing right. a commune then it was, was like survival. It was like a necessary part of life. Right. So now it's like it's the same as like if I were to do like it's like you you want to be doing something that is a grid rewriter, mm-hmm. not a grid escaper. Okay. So like I always talk about how I like Bob Dylan. It's like it's like what song? It's like well not specifically a song. It's like what album? Not specific. It's like it's the idea behind Bob Dylan. It's like what's the idea behind Bob Dylan? He rewrote the he re he rewrote the script of what it meant to be. A recording artist hmm. it's like he people before him were all polished like here i am uh singing my song that was written by warner brothers writer and i'm doing the best version of this song you know here's this person's version of the song it's not as good as mine it's like bob dylan comes along and he's like i'm writing a literally like a personal thing and it's like whoa so then he rewrote the script of what it is so it's like i want to do that i'm going to do that about my thing it's like, why did Bob Dylan get the credit? Well, he kind of was the first to, to really do that. Not saying that other people didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Like, so, and people give Marlon Brando credit for that with acting. It was like before acting, before him, it was like Cary Grant, like, I have the most slick hair and look at how good I look. And then it was Marlon Brando came along and he's kind of, he's like, who, who did I hear talking about this recently? Heard somebody talking about this with Marlon Brando and how he was like, he mumbled the words, but it was like, he was, you felt what he was saying. It was like, whoa, I didn't know I wanted to be like that. Like, but now I want to be like him where he's like emotionally in tune, but he's also muscular. Like, it's like, he, he doesn't, he doesn't say everything so properly. He's like, what do you mean? What are you, what are you talking about? And like, he was like saying that he would be like very like real. So he rewrote the script of what it meant to be an actor. So it's like, now I can, then Robert De Niro came in and all these different actors came in acting like him hmm. where they were like more real and immediately attached to the character. And it's very different than the people before. Okay, so I bring this all back, homesteading. Are we are we homesteading to go back and escape and be like it would be like me trying to be Bob Dylan now is irrational and wouldn't work. It's like everyone's trying to be Bob Dylan. So what sure. the heck am I? Why would me being Bob Dylan be revolutionary? It wouldn't. The thing that'd be revolutionary would be to rewrite the script of what it even means to write songs. Okay. And so I'm trying to bring in that concept into life. Like, what would it mean 
to rewrite the script of what it even means to live in society. Right. So you're not, that's when we first started talking about, we said not to do it in a fear base, but in a fun, like in a fun way, like you're doing, because this is what I'm going to enjoy. I'm going to enjoy the art of living this way, not like, oh, things are going to get bad. I have to do this. So Mm -hmm. like those guys didn't unplug themselves from society and go restart. Yeah. They grew from where they were. And they grew the thing that they wanted, their persona mm-hmm. that they wanted. And if we just get freaking 40 acres each, man, we can do this thing. We <laughs> <You> can. <laughs> yeah, Let's go. If only it were so simple. Do me a favor. Cut out everything I said before you said that and just jump straight to what you said. Okay. Just just putting a note into this. I don't know what you mean. I just want to cut out everything I said, okay. and I want you. I want to go straight to what you said because what you said was more. Way no, better. what you said was the right point. I you guess said so. exactly it. I just went off on a tangent. You said you had the right tangent because what they did, they started where they were and they grew from there. They didn't. They didn't. Say, That's true. They didn't. Dis- they didn't say I'm gonna. I'm part of society, but I'm gonna stop being a part of society, mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna do a different thing. They just, just like that. So we. As homesteaders, why even call it homesteader? Let's not even call it that. It's just living. Commune. Just the cool commune. It's like it's cool like living, but it's like not. It's not away from society. It's within society, but with. It's like doing it in a new way, but the old way. The new way is we all get the newest iPhone. Yeah. Every time it comes out, if you're in the commune, uh, yeah. never heard of it. <laughs> it's we like, all play Fortnite. Well, we all have, Every we night. all have like, it's like we have electricity, we have, we are connected to the grid, but like, we don't buy things from each other with dollars. Yeah. We only barter. So like the idea is not that like we find some uninhabited corner of America somewhere and like live there. Your, no. your idea is like, we live on the fringes of an already existing American town or something like that. We just happen to all have houses in the same spot and start growing stuff and then just we're still part, like we're and still a attached. city block with our own uh, covenant. Sure, our own uh, community covenants, or what are they called? Like, you know the community, the the neighborhood constitution, the neighborhood co- covenants, constitutions. We yeah. write our own constitution. We write our own constitution just for the neighborhood, and then we, you know, we're allowed to walk each other's property. And it's not like nobody is. Ex- it's like it's not like you're not accepted in here. It's like our borders are open. Our borders are open. Dollars, really? dollars are open. Like we will use dollars, but they. Um, it's like we also use other things because we are beyond. We're not behind. We're gonna we're have it at the front of our subdivision. We have a market. Yeah. Where we sell things. Like downtown. And and you downtown. you of anyone you can drive in from anywhere and you can buy something from us yeah. with dollars or you can buy something from from us with trading. With trading. You can rent space. You just can't do those like I don't know. There's a lot of those like those tumblers with the cursive letters on them. Right. It can't turn into a shop like that. No. Where every store it, is those. Curses. It can't be live, laugh, love. You can't no. live, laugh, love, and you can't right. do the purses with the. It can't be live, laugh, love. It could, but it could be like it could be like I will make you a like mechanical grandfather clock. Yes. It's Sweet. like okay, and then how much is that worth? Well, it took me like three months to build this one. Limit three can. And it's like okay, so three months worth. Like, is that like four cows? It's like five cows. I don't want that. <laughs> 
But thank but you. I didn't, I didn't want that until you brought it up. And now I want one. But I do not want to give you five cows. But I will give you five cows in a couple of years once I have like 12 cows. So, okay, we have, we have a place, a separate place of our houses. Everything's self-sufficient, so we only have to live within that place if we wanted to. Yeah. Uh, we have a downtown little shop area where people can come. Our borders are open, and uh, we use a different. We try to avoid using the currency of the surrounding country. Yeah. What I'm feeling is that if we just give ourselves a flag and a name and a constitution, we're just creating a country. Yeah. Let's just create a country. <sighs> I don't want to create a country. I just want to have a really cool society. That's too bad. It's actually a community. It's just a cool community. That's, all, that's what it is. It's a commune. A community. We need some well, to knit. That's what the original communism Good thinking. From. Like, nowadays, communism is like, you can't, it's like is inseparable from Marxism. Yeah. Exactly. But like, 100 years before Marx, it was just living in communism, like, you know, the sharing and bartering. Yeah. yeah it's, but it's like communism, but that, that doesn't get outside of that theory of 150. Right. Right. Like the theory of 150 is like the the size of a tribe, you know? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like you can only keep track of 150. Like you only you can like the theory is like 150 people, with give or take a few, is the most amount of people you can have personal relationships with. So we pick our 150 favorite people. Yeah, and then it's 1,000 to migrate. There's to like 1,000 faces you can recognize, but you, sure. And, and then beyond that, it's like they fall out of your recognition. It's mm -hmm. like. It's like, I went to high school with you. It's like, you did? It's like, or it's the guy you sat next to in high school. It's right. Like, I do remember him to this day, mm -hmm. but like he's in my thousand recognized, but he's not in my 150. Or sure. it's somebody who's like, I am very close to them, but they're not related to me, but like I do text them and I keep up with them. They're right. in my 150. Yeah. So is a commune, is, is a commune never, like never a possibility ever again? Unless, I mean, it can't be like, but it'll be, it would, without going, without being weird, is, it a, is a commune like practically impossible? Let's find out. It's like try it for a month. It's like we almost have a commune in our in our friendship group. It's like yeah. mm -hmm. we do have like ev like a whole group of people. We have like at least a thousand. Yeah. And I don't know all of them, but you guys like your Venn diagram like goes into mine very largely, but it also goes outside of mine right. and so on. Just like yeah, it does. Yeah, and then like we do have a community. We really do. We do for so, sure. There's a lot of opportunity then to be the one who does the thing, like making sourdough or mm -hmm. whatever. You find something that people practically would want in a community and just get into that. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, yeah. Practically, without even talking about it, it's like we could. We could just do that. Like already. Like without, already without within. Moving you anywhere. just assume a role. That people would gravitate toward, like making sourdough bread or whatever, and then you just keep on pumping out some. But here some would be loaves. the cooler part: is if you know somebody who has a bunch of who can make flour. Mm -hmm. and it's like I don't know anyone in our community who has flour that they make. Right. So it's like it doesn't. There's some stuff that disconnects. Because the, the problem is like you need to be making your own stuff. Because I would be like, why don't you just give everybody a bunch of sourdough all the time? But it's like now you're paying for flour all the time. You're yeah. paying for energy to heat the oven. It's like, well, who is taking care of that? It's if like, I just, it would be taken care of. If you gotta reach out to a flower, a flower producer. And it's like, and it, but it guarantees the flower producer knows how to make sourdough. So why would they even? 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> so why would they even want to give you flour for free? Well, it's no, like, not for free. I'm just saying, like, I'm saying you can insert yourself into society, like, into like, if you want to be the. I, I guess that's just how any small businesses started. This <laughs> is basically it. You just figure out what all your friends want. Like, cause all you need what if we a, talk ourselves all you accidentally need, starting a business right now? All you need is all you Dang need it, is what the plan was. You need to market. You need to get your 150 people to just support your your base to get you started. Man, you get your little idea. You got 150 immediate customers. Ah, see, and then you start calling customers. It goes into capitalism and away from communism. Yep. It's funny. Communism in the bed. All right. Well, I kind of need to go. Okay. That's a wrap. It's a wrap. Yeah. I uh, appreciate it. Thanks, guys. We got uh, Kingston. We got Ethan. Caden, uh, you want to tell your, what's your podcast again? It's called uh, the Caden Berry Introspective, and it's on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Okay. Uh, Kingston Perry uh, makes music. Kingston Perry makes music. He sure does. Caden Berry also has a song out on Spotify and Apple Music soon. Ethan Berry listens to those songs and, play, and podcasts from both of those people. Steve is starting a podcast soon. Uh, this is actually the first episode. Yeah. So listen to this. <laughs> All right. Appreciate it, guys.